Welcome to the Dungeon Boys Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 16 of our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. Stardust Echoes is a science fiction, high fantasy, Dungeons and Dragons homebrew campaign that is intended for mature audiences only. Because if you've been listening this far, you already know we say a lot of inappropriate shit all the time. If you're digging our show, which we're hoping that you are, We would love it if you could leave a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Small actions like that help us in big ways, and it really helps support the D&D community and small creators. We truly appreciate you listening and any support you're giving. And if you dig our show, catch us at the end of the episode as we recommend some other D&D podcasts that we personally love, and also some ways to get some more Dungeon Boys content in your life. But now, on with the episode. My name is Justine, and I will be your dungeon master for this campaign. Our players include Lindsay, who is playing Six, the babe cat tabaxi rogue. And Six pulls up her hood as she says that, just because she's mildly notorious and doesn't want to run into anybody that knows her anyway. Grant, who plays Torash, the golden dragonborn barbarian. Tavern brawl, let's go. Dylan who plays the Warforged monk named Temple. Apologies for uh, the eye roll, Grayson. Man suffers because he takes seriously what the gods made for fun. This sounds like fun. Ellie, who plays Pants, the kobold artificer. I could really use a makeover. Can we go shopping or something now that we're here? Arland, who plays Valen, the winged tiefling warlock. I got an idea. What if we had gone in with uh, disguises and you know and then revealed ourselves when we win and anthony who plays grayson the half elf ranger grayson grayson sighs and just like puts his palms up to his head like god damn it how are we still in this interaction and now the dungeon boys proudly present episode 16 of stardust echoes Last episode, the group left Terrate 19 after completing their brutal five-day mission and finding out the secret that would change their lives and the course of the Adial system forever. They took off through the clouds and came face to face with the space leviathan yet again. But with the advantage of invisibility and careful piloting from Torash, they were able to get close enough to see that the space leviathan was actually a giant machine-like ship. After careful observations, they left the planet's orbit and made their way to their next destination. During the long journey, they were able to get rid of Temple's strange bracelet and jettison it in an escape pod with a note from Grayson. Pants made upgrades to his dear fidget, and Torash and Terrawin confided in each other. Now, as they are rested and look out the window, they see their destination coming close. The spaceport hunts Crescent. The ripple glides down over the landing pad of Hunts Crescent. Think of a very large strip that has individual areas that ships can land and you can also work on your ships. You land and feel Torash touch the ship down gently and look around. Imagine a market type situation. There are tons of buildings that kind of line this crescent-like strip, and as your head kind of looks ahead of you and slightly up, the auto-gravity holds it as you see buildings almost reaching just above you as you look up above. There's, you know, beautiful lights that string from one side to the other, and flags of every single color. Folks of all kind weave through together, coming from their ship to different areas, and, you know, you you just look around and kind of see that this is the first time you've been amongst civilization since learning this big secret. I will make sure to activate the security protocols so no one can enter this ship. Please have fun. 
Thanks, Shigalda. We'll be back. The door rises and opens, and this dwarf kind of looks surprised. He didn't realize someone landed next to him. He goes, Oh, hello there. I, uh, I didn't notice anyone parked next to me. I hope you don't mind all my tinkering tools are out right here. Hail and well met. We're just landing here for a few hours. We need to get some Odin crystals and we'll be on our way. Hail and well met indeed. The name's Stroganoff. Oh, no. <laughs> he pulls his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I shake it. Grayson, nice to meet you. Uh, so as you all look at this gentleman, he's a short, stout dwarf dressed in a very clunky spacesuit. He has a red-orange beard and wears a helmet with little cat ears on it. <laughs> um, and most of his metal is kind of an orange-copper orange tint that matches his ship. Yeah, and he, he shakes your hand very roughly, Grayson, yeah. and goes, well, don't, don't mind me then. i just be working on... Wait a minute. You look awfully familiar there, son. I get that a lot. You do? Yeah. He's going to roll insight on you. I'm going to roll deception? <laughs> no, he want a natural one. doesn't even matter. <laughs> I rolled a nine. <laughs> well, if you need anything, uh, you, both, you all look a little worse for wear. No offense there. Just let me know. Uh, I'm going to be here a minute. I'm just fixing things up on the old ship. And uh, don't... Uh, Recommend you don't go to the far side. All them circus folk are here, and they've been awfully busy and loud, if, if you know what I mean. Thanks for the uh, advice, I suppose. And I just kind of turn away from him <laughs> back towards the group and say, all right, let's 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 find some Odin crystals and get back here as soon as we can. As you all start to walk off your ship, I think Stroganoff turns and sees Fidget. And he goes, by my balls, what is that? That's amazing. <laughs> Why, thank you. This is my friendly bird companion, Fidget. Do you like him? What did you... Yes, what did you make him out of? Oh, things, parts, whatever I had. Fantastic craftsmanship. My name is Stroganoff. And he shakes, he goes to shake Pants's hand. My name's Pants. Pleasure, Pants. Grayson... Grayson sighs and just like puts his palms up to his head like god damn it how are we still in this interaction <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got quite the tinker in hand there Pants would you mind maybe giving me a hand with my ship yeah what are we working with so Pants if you choose to do this you'll probably be separated from the group fuck yes I choose to do this Pants <laughs> Pants <laughs> is trying to level up his tinkering abilities yes. <laughs> Pants 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 Pants, I, I think you're going to be here for a while if you choose to stay with him. I, mm, I think maybe we should move on. Go see. There's a circuit. There's circus people. But that's fun. You might make some circus friends. But I, Oh, I didn't mean to take you from your group there. I just wanted an eye. Maybe when you guys come back to your ship, I can get your opinion there, little pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see you later there, dwarfin guy. Uh, okay. Here, I'll leave a card for you. You know, you just give my... <laughs> he hands him a card and it just says pants on it. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> he looks at it and he smiles and puts it in his breast pocket. Kind of like puts his helm down so the kitty ears pop up. And he goes, didn't mean to offend there, Tabaxi. I'll, I'll catch you all when you come back. And he kind of starts tinkering on his ship again. Okay. Well, bye. As you walk out, there's a ship's repair and renovation shop ahead of you. There's a magic user's empodium, a tavern, which looks like it's the central hub of this place, a brothel, (laughs) and an elements harvester cyberpunk-like structure. So it's like creating basically elements and working on elementals. You also see that there's a virtual reality holodeck for entertainment. But besides that, there's not really too much more here. Um, in the far distance, you also see that they have auto-patrol drones. You would all know that these are drones that basically scan things, just make sure everything's okay. And you have to have a little bit of money in your establishment to be able to afford one of these drones. Above the repair shop is a huge billboard that's flashing with advertisements. And all of a sudden, you all see Torash's face flash on it. And it says, the Vault Subnautical. Only 26 days away. 
and you all notice that everyone would know what the Vault Subnautical is. Torash, why is your face up on that billboard? <laughs> well, you see, um, back on my home planet of Notuv, um, there's a race called the Vault Subnautical. I have been training it for literally my entire life. Um, the race is more or less a foot race. Goes around the entire length of the planet. There's a very thin strip around, roughly around the equator. Yeah, yeah, Taurus, yes, but why is your face there? You don't have to dragon explain us. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time this race occurred, my father was in I was just a young boy at the time. Um, he came in second place, and ever since then, he had he had kind of stated that my son, you know, his son, me, um, would take place in the next race. And now everyone thinks that I'm the highest. Everyone's in the, I guess, apparently in the system is voting for me to win the next, to win this race. So we are currently fugitives from the government. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. A little problematic to have your face as the marketing campaign for the biggest event in the system this year. No? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think that really um, went through his head when, you know, before we started the mission, so you can't really fault him at that. That's true. That is true. But on the flip side, Sex, you might like this, the winner of the Vaults and Nautical... Went 500,000 credits. I do like the sound of that. Holy shit. Torash, you said you've been training your entire life for this? More or less. Well, we should get you there in time. Do we... You said it was in about a month? In 26 days, roughly, yes. But the nice thing is, is that I can sign up with the team anywhere, you know. So you guys could join me if you wanted to. It is a very extreme event. But on the flip side, we win the 500,000 credits, we can split that evenly. Yes, but also, the council (laughs) will know exactly where we're going to be, when we're going to be there. And that seems a little, I don't know, problematic. Or is that a burn that bridge when we get there kind of thing? I feel like I that's a burn that bridge. Burn that bridge. That's what I burn feel that like. bridge when we get there. Avoiding the council and pursuing your destiny uh, makes me think of a, a phrase my master once said: "If you chase two rabbits, you catch none." So let's go all in on this destiny of yours, Torash. Oh. I like the sound. Also, of that. it's it's kind of like the last place they'd expect us. If they're really looking for us, they wouldn't think that we'd actually show up. So they might not actually be there when we do show up. Plus. If we win, if Torash wins, it'd be the council against uh, popular opinion. We're also who would, who would support a council that arrests the heroes of the the nautical? Sure, we will also be, I assume, just televised and streamed across the entire system. So, very quickly, the council will realize exactly where we are. How long is the event? As long as it takes to get across the world. God, I got an idea. What if we had? gone in with uh, disguises and you know and then revealed ourselves when we win I was just gonna suggest that Valent I could really Ah. use a makeover can we go shopping or something now that we're here a masquerade what kind of space scooby doo bullshit do you think (laughs) (laughs) I got a high five pants because we have the same idea yeah Yeah. (laughs) well Unfortunately, when my father had raced 15 years ago, part of the land bridge had collapsed, so I couldn't tell you what the race is going to look like this year. Hmm. You know, they might have built around it, they might have built a, you know, they might have just reconstructed the bridge, or we might just have to figure out a way to get across by ourselves. I feel with the mounting pressure of our current predicament, I I am reminded of another phrase, apologies for uh, the eye roll, Grayson, Uh, but man suffers because he takes seriously what the gods made for fun. This sounds like fun. Fun, 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 fun. The anticipation for it is immeasurable. Well, it's probably not a bad idea keeping a low profile here also, so maybe we should go shopping. Yes. And Six pulls up her hood as she says that, just because she's mildly notorious and doesn't want to run into anybody that knows her anyway. 
I could use a drink at the tavern if anyone wants to join me. I could use some alcohol. I'm going to go see a man about buying some Odin crystals, I say, as I indicate the ship repair shop. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with Grayson. So who goes to the tavern and who goes to the ship repair shop? Tavern brawl. Let's go. I think I think <laughs> Temple will go to the tavern, too. Aw, uh, Pants will go to the tavern, too. That sounds like Six. <laughs> Six goes to the tavern. Perhaps on the way we can find a shop and find some cool costumes. There you go. Okay. We split the party. Immediately. Grayson and Valen head together. As you enter inside, the lights are really neon-y and bright. They kind of flicker a little. It looks a, a little worse for wear. It's run down. Um, yeah, it's not fun. There's individuals that kind of sit at these tables in the back and kind of are tweaking parts and like looking at it in the light and then kind of coming back. There's aisles upon aisles of different parts. And then there's a huge front circular counter where a gentleman kind of just sits behind and is flipping through a magazine. Uh, above the table question, just saying we need four Odin crystals. Is that correct? We, yes. we have 10, we need four more. Okay. Correct. Uh, yeah, Grayson approaches and says, excuse me, uh, sorry to bother you, but we're looking to uh, procure four Odin crystals. This person was looking at this magazine and looks up, and when you had approached, you noticed a man with swarthy skin, short brown hair with a little bit of gray. But as he looks up at you, his face is half robotic. Oh. But it's a very badly done job. There's scars, it's mangled, some of the machinery is twisted really grotesquely. Yeah. Uh, and a scow- the scowl on his face implies that he would rather probably be anywhere than where he is right now. Yeah. And the knife that you notice on his hip speaks louder than words. Sure. He looks at you, Grayson, and you, Valen, back and forth, he doesn't answer you right away, and spits to the side, but instead of spit coming out, it's oil, like machine oil. And then kind of clicks his jaw, and he says, You say Odin crystals? Yeah, four of them. <laughs> do you know where you are, son? I do, yes. Does it look like this place could get you four Odin crystals? Well, considering it said ship repair shop on the sign outside, yes, that was a kind of safe assumption I made. But if the business you're running here is not actually a business that can help people with ships in need of repair, I suggest you find a new line of work, friend. His mechanical hand comes down to his side, very close to the knife. And he, I think there's a sense of respect that you talk to him like that, because I think this guy scares anyone who looks at him. Yeah. And he goes, I got him, but I can't just sell four Odin crystals. You'll need to get Hunt's approval. He owns this entire establishment. Uh, where can we find uh, Hunt? What he said. The tavern. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you look really uh, familiar there, pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get that a lot. Here we go again. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> do you? I do, yeah. And then he kind of looks at the guys behind that are like tinkering, and one of them's heads up, and he's also looking at Grayson with eyes narrowed. Do I notice that? You both probably do. He's making it very obvious. What's your name? Valwin. And yours? Um. Um. You don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Otis. <laughs> Sorry. He got he got hit in the head. See this crystal in his hand? It kind of helps him with his thoughts. He got hit in the head not too long ago, and uh, his brain kind of gets scrambled. But this is Otis. Because Otis. <laughs> Roll deception. 17? Oh, shit. Yeah. He, his eyes kind of narrow, but he's like, all right, then, Otis, what are you looking for? And he spits again. I'm still looking for some Odin crystals as well, but that's what we're looking for. You two are together then? Yeah. Yeah. He's with me. I mean, you see me. It's kind of like, uh, you know, trying to integrate. Right him back into society in a kind of working capacity after his accident, so. <laughs> cute. Real cute. Well, uh, 
Be on your way then if a uh, hunt gives you permission you come see me again. Now my name is Ringo. Thanks, Ringo. Ringo or Ringo? Sorry, that that Yeah, Ringo Borlin. Ringo. Uh we'll we'll be back hopefully soon. Thank you for your time. Well, bye. As as we're walking out, uh Bell's gonna like turn around and like hit his head. Right? <laughs> kind of it, and be like, like, God damn it, it's Otis, 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 Otis. Why do I always forget? It's Otis. It's okay, Otis. Don't beat yourself up about it. We're gonna work on it when we get back to the ship. <laughs> and then um when that happens, my the uh, the, the, the stone will glow and then mage handle cast and then it'll like swap some parts a little bit, like just out of control, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like just just touching things. I'm like, ah, I just can't. Otis! Otis! And then just walking out. He is staring at you guys intensely, <laughs> looking like he's almost trying to map your face so he remembers it. Uh, yeah. And you walk out. We will now switch to the other group. You have a couple of minutes. So you approach the largest establishment in the center. It is a beautiful chrome building that kind of looks like an old saloon, but very mechanical. It has these fun moons that shift into different forms of the crescent that kind of tick and shift above the name and it just says the tavern real original (laughs) and yeah and there is a flashing bulletin board on the outside of the doors that's flashing different events and things i'm gonna look at the uh, billboard okay so you walk up to the billboard torash and you see a bunch of cool things there is a poster that flashes brightly and you see a dragon kind of fly through and it says remembrance celebration for the remembrance of V7's independence and the dragon riders are all on it. There's an ad that says your ad here or there's a space that says your ad here. There's, you know, potion tester wanted all kinds of stuff. And then it flashes and you see a familiar picture of a young boy that you've seen before and it says missing Dion-centric from a dial main station. It flashes again and it says 26 days until the Vodsomnautical race. And then the last time it flashes, it's a bright red poster that says wanted. And you see the face of your chief security officer, Grayson Cato. And it says wanted, <laughs> wanted for environmental wow. terrorist attacks. <laughs> There's a small video that plays and you notice it's from the perspective of outside Terrawind's hut, and it's Grayson pulling the petals off the flower, and you hear an overview of a familiar voice Mm. of Phantom Thornflute saying, no, please stop. We're trying to make sure that we're saving the planet plants on Invinia. You're really damaging this precious ecosystem, Lord Grayson. Um, and no. it's a picture of him just pulling the petals off. And you all see this. I kind of imagine you're all there and your jaws are just dropped like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's what's on this bulletin board. Well, now we know oh, no. why Stroganoff thought Grayson sound looked familiar. I think we should go shopping sooner rather than later. That may be wise. This doesn't bode well. <laughs> totally disconfigure Grayson's face or that be a no-go. Maybe he can grow a mustache and a beard. That would change it a little. We'll find a cool mask for Grayson. Yeah. I can dye his hair. I'll dye his hair. <laughs> we'll have to do our best because this are is awful. They? We gotta go find them right now. Let's Let's go see if we can find them. <laughs> As you're returning back, they're actually walking up. They're walking up the steps to the tavern. Mm-hmm. Ah, convenient. Hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> um, Grayson? Yes? I mean, uh, yeah. Probably shouldn't say that name too loudly. So, uh, they, um, they, they didn't have any Odin crystals there. Well, they did, but they're not going to sell it to us. Well, they do, but we have to ask Hunt. Have you guys, have you guys found a Hunt? No. No, we, we found, um... Something else that yeah. also people keep saying I look familiar, so I'm just going by Valwyn right now, and Valen's going by Otis. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Otis. Yeah. My 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 name is Otis for while while we're on Hunt's Crescent. Valwyn and Otis. Yeah. You might want to take a look at this over here, Valwyn. And as your guy, yeah, he points at the thing, it flashes again, and Grayson, you see your own face looking at you, and this video plays again. What? The mad fuck. <laughs> That's not how I remember that happening. No, me neither. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. 
I'm going to kill her. That's actually exactly how that happened, you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to find Fanton, and I'm going to kill her. Fucking Fanton. Fanton's crafty. She's a crafty one. I, I remember him plucking pe- petals, but I don't remember... No. That... Come on. Oh, my God. Called payback, bitch. <laughs> so, Grayson, can you, like, grow a mustache really quick or a beard or... I mean, it'll take a couple of weeks. I could dye my hair. <laughs> totally change your facial features. <laughs> um, I'll dye your hair. Great. I'm very good at it. We should go shopping, too. Yeah. Maybe we should go shopping first and then come back to the tavern. Maybe Grayson should go back to the ship. Yeah, should I just hide on the ship while we're here? <laughs> Might be a good idea. But we need we need the permission to get off of here. I really wanted to go to the circus. <laughs> Temple, mm. this might be uncouth, but can I just borrow your mask while we're here? Oh. Mm. <laughs> it would serve a beneficial purpose. Mm. Big moment for Temple. All right, be careful with it. <gasps> wow. Temple loves you. I, I will. Later on, I will tell you the significance of this mask, and I want to see it undamaged for that lecture. I will treat it with reverence. Thank you. And I take it and I put it on. Temple just kind of, kind of a lingering stare at at Grayson. Kind of, you know, the impression of this is something for him, um, but he turns away. The listeners probably heard in the first episode that you had a mask upon your hip. We've never really touched on it. Can you tell us what this looks like? Yeah. So uh, the mask itself looks like um, it's it's a light wood uh, mask carved very, very intricately, um, depicting a, um, a peaceful face, you know, just a face sort of at rest. Um, it has uh, narrow openings for the eyes and mouth, and it... It's it's bowl like, so it, it covers the, the the sort of oval of of your whole face. So down, it kind of wraps sort of under your jaw, over the, you know towards your scalp, mm-hmm. and around the sides. Um, so it, it's fastened. Yeah, it has uh, leather straps um, that you know you tie in the back, and they you know the straps are pretty long because, um, as Justine said, he uh, Temple's been wearing it uh, around his waist because um, he feels he hasn't deserved or hasn't earned the uh, right to wear it yet. It's a very important mask for um, Way of Mercy monks. Right. Mm. All right. So Grayson, I feel like you kind of pushed back your silver hair and don this mask you're tightening the straps you see temples orange eyes really focusing in as you carefully put it on and you look up at your companions we're all just kind of standing there exchanging looks and this billboard is flashing with all these different ads and events happening in the dial system and then uh you're kind of just taking a deep breath moment and this fluffy gray herringon in like a cool floating hover chair controlled by a joystick with their hand pushes past you and is like hey watch it <laughs> and then kind of double takes at you all because you're a pretty not odd looking group but definitely a group that stands out and this herringon looks at grayson's mask and is like huh i like that and then pushes through the doors um, as you look up, you see these really cool mechanical clockwork like doors with these like moving moons on them swing open. They're very saloon uh, like, so they just flap back and forth uh, as this Herringon's hover chair goes through. And you get a peek of what inside looks like a massive tavern. You see all kinds of folks sitting uh, in sitting areas. There's drinks. There's definitely a lot of noise spilling out and warm lighting. You see products lining the walls and a lot of replicators, so you probably get some shopping done. Um, but in general, just a really large space looms ahead of you. Didn't you say that there's like a really famous is Hunt Crescent the the mechanical wizard or whatever that we talked about earlier? Mechanical wizard, or like, isn't there supposed to be like a really famous mechanical guy on this that Pants knows about? This is a famous place because, or it's not that there's a wizard, it's that you know about it because you wrote such a high history because yeah. a lot of mechanical parts get sent here 
from, oh, right. from your planet. Yeah. And that's not normal for a small little place. Okay. So it definitely sparks interest because they wouldn't, there's no reason for them to be getting those types of things. Okay. Do you guys go into the tavern? Y- yes. Okay, so you open the mechanical moon doors and just take in the people inside. Uh, you're kind of hit with a sense of much more loudness and warmth, almost like this place is magically containing some of the heat and sound. Um, but there's all kinds of folks bustling about. They're having a beer too. Some are eating dinner. They look like they're really travel-worn. Um, some are playing in the corner. There's like VR gambling machines they're interacting with. A few are on the holographic novel VR decks that you can see a couple stories up, um, just like playing through stories to get a break from everyday life. Uh, and then you look in the back, there's like a huge shop area. And all of you would recognize this uh, as something you've been to, or at least something similar. It's basically, imagine a circle of replicators that you can go up to this giant iPad in the center, scroll through, browse, pick something, click on it, and then one of the replicators will basically create it for you, and you can purchase things this way. On the other side of this tavern is a huge bar beautifully made with red mahogany wood just mixed with like chrome inlays um, and there's a really buff gruff looking minotaur bartender standing behind the bar and cleaning out a glass and there's also another figure behind the bar that seems to be have an easel set up and is facing out towards the crowd and just just calmly painting cool uh pants pants goes over to one of the shopping replicators yeah, so the minute you step onto this pad, it kind of lights up around you. And then you just kind of hear like a, Hello, please select item. Uh, and then all of these pop up. There's one with weapons. There's ones with potions. There's all different ones. So tell me what you are looking for, and I will tell you if these replicator systems have it. Um. Okay. Uh, category disguises. <laughs> Disguise kits pop up. Uh, he scrolls through, scrolls through, scrolls through. And he's like, ah, this will work. And he clicks on mustaches, variety pack, <laughs> and purchases them. <laughs> um, yeah, so Pants, you would need to scan the chip in like your finger or wrist for your mm-hmm. credits. Okay. But yeah, so Pants, you walk up and you scan your, your credit, like your wrist mm-hmm. thing that is has your credits underneath your skin. And it says, thank you. And then a disguise kit that's like a thing of mus- mustaches pops up in front of you. Sweet. And he <laughs> takes one off and he peels one off and slaps it onto his face. And he <laughs> walks back over to the group and is like, here, I got one for everybody. And he slaps one on Grayson's masks. He slaps one on Temple's face. He slaps one on Torash's. He misses Torash's face and slaps it on his chest. And he gives one to, he gives one to six. And he gives one to Valen. Oh. I'm like, oh, well, well, thank you. I, I'll Valen unpeel it and put it on. His already mustache. <laughs> yeah, on top of my, I have a, a fake mustache on top of my already mustache. As you put on your mustache on your already mustache, y'all notice that the area around you has gotten kind of quiet. <laughs> and Amazing. you look around and people are just staring at you. This group of people wearing mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a mustache on the mask. And then that heron gun you saw earlier is just like, oh, that's pretty neat. I, I like that. And breaks the silence. <laughs> a word? Uh, thank, thank, thank you, friend. <sighs> uh, Temple looks at Grayson uh, with the mask and just like looks at him and <laughs> cracks up. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just the most, like, like, you know, conduct yourself with passion and, and neutrality while wearing the mask and then, like, coming inside and seeing, like, a <laughs> shitty fake mustache. <laughs> it's probably, un- probably uncooked, too. It's not even on straight. No, it's, it's just, just like, like... Yeah, I think Temple's, too. I bet it's just, like, literally just slapped on, like, just a mustache <laughs> on a metal face. Yeah. It's fucking great. Also, I, I feel like you guys picked up on this, but Terwin's not with you. She stayed in the ship. Yeah. 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 We figure as much. 
Um, Valen is going to walk up to the bar and talk to the Minotaur. Yeah. Howdy, friend. Hey there. How's it going? Howdy, friend. Uh, name's Otis. Uh, we're actually looking for uh, somebody. We were sent here from the repair shop. Yeah. How can I help you? Uh, we're looking for um, we're looking for Mr. Hunts. He goes like this to the to the person painting. Oh, that's Hunt. Ah. Okay, and then I'll walk over to Hunt. Hunts. Hunts. Hunt. 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 H U N T. Yeah, you got it. Hunt. Okay, so you approach this figure. They are very into their painting, like super focused. Um, they're wearing a tad bit of makeup and a very nice robe and they don't even pay attention to you uh begging your pardon there sir um just uh we were sent here by your uh, cyborg friend at your repair shop i just put a finger up for you to wait and then do a final brush stroke adds a little dabble of paint and then looks back and goes sir isn't necessary i'm hunt and your name um the name's otis and i extend my hand out to shake they look at your hand, reach out, shake your hand, and then kind of look at you as a group and go, I love what we're doing with the stashes. I haven't had mine in a while, but you're convincing me maybe I need to grow it back out. Ooh, Warforge. I love the designs. Where'd you get that done? Oh, this was done on my homeworld. The artisans at my temple uh, give tattoos to each other, and so they had to get good with a chisel for me. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful work I would say the same for yours there's a stillness and a sanctuary in your art it's beautiful it's totally like stick figure <laughs> and <laughs> they look at you and go I already like you what can I do for you all you said you needed some help with that shoddy mechanic over on the other store is that correct uh, yeah, we were uh, trying to get some Odin crystals. I know they are kind of hard to come by, but we just need to pick some up so we can be on our way. How many Odin crystals are you looking for? Uh, we... <laughs> funny story about that. Uh, we, uh, long story short, we need four. Had some faulty ones. Or as many as you can provide. Yeah. And then they get up, and you notice that they are a celestial. So their eyes kind of have a golden glow to them, and they go... <laughs> Anyone wanting to buy four Odin crystals obviously has money. Can I show you to my upstairs? And they gesture up to a like, staircase. Lead the way. I hope we have the money for this. Yeah, Temple looks at Grayson. Temple is broke. He has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson is a rich boy. If he was a rich boy. Grayson has some coin. Okay, yeah, so you follow upstairs. Um, it's, you know, a beautiful mahogany staircase. You get to, like, the upper level of the room. And there's, like, plush couches. This is obviously an office-like space. There's two-way glass that looks out over the tavern, but no one can see in. And Hunt snaps their fingers, and a droid bot starts serving, like, champagne. There is soda. Like, just starts, like, kind of bringing you all sorts of refreshments. And says... Well, now that we're alone, I'd love to know, Grace and Cato, if you really pulled all the petals off that flower or if it's a ruse. And instantly, you can tell that this person is extremely well-educated if that they picked that up that quickly. Even with his mask and mustache disguise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> they probably knew the minute that you guys... We're on the front steps looking at the bulletin board. Sure. Like, they are very aware of everything happening in their establishment. Grayson takes off the mask while we're in this room and says, Yes, but that was on Tarrant 19, not on Invinia. Interesting. That's not a rare flower on Invinia. That's an endangered species. There was no act of eco-terrorism. This is the work of a pirate named Fanton trying to get back at me as I... Got under her skin. Thorn flute, eh? Mm-hmm. More like a thorn on my side. <laughs> She's a saucy minx. Who's everyone else? I can let them introduce themselves. My name is Temple, um, and Temple reaches uh, over to Grayson to take the mask back from him and tie it back around his waist. I'll give this back later. Temple? Like, the famous Temple? 
MT1. Yes. Pleasure. The pleasure to meet you too. And who are you? Look at you. Did you hand make this leather outfit? Then they go up to Six and start looking. Six looks at Grayson and Valen, kind of like, we're not, and kind of looks at Temple and she's kind of confused, like, we're not given real names. And she goes, yeah, I made this. My name's Barbara. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> Six rolled a 20. Holy shit. Nice. Barbara. I love it. Love it. You can call me Barb. <laughs> Ooh, you can call me Hunt. <laughs> and they look at Tarsh and Pants. Um, I kind of, Tarsh will give them a little bow and like put his hand across his chest kind of thing. Just like, I am Kostal Tarash. The pleasure is mine. Not the dragon bone on my screen that always pops up. Oh, it, it is. Pleasure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this race with anticipation, and I hope to see you there or know that you will be watching. Then there's always a chance that I'll get off my little half moon. And they look at Pants. Pants has his mustache on. <laughs> and he's like, mm, yes, my name is Oliver Floppy Bottom. <laughs> and I am not trying to deceive you in any way. <laughs> you don't even have to roll deception for that one, my friend. <laughs> no, I don't think I try. I'm not trying to deceive. I'm trying to deceive, but not in a real way. They they look at everyone else and is and just like nod, like all right. <laughs> Four Odin crystals. That's. It's quite a bit. We crashed on Tarrant 19, and we were managed to limp our way off world, but we're trying to get to Moss, and we can't do it on the amount of own crystals we have. We need to be back at full power to get there. And they gesture to a huge painting on the wall. Uh, you hadn't really noticed it before. It had just kind of blended in with the beautiful ambiance of this office. But they wave their hand, and you see magic kind of transform over the painting, and it swings open, and you see tons of goods and these aren't just any goods they're goods that wouldn't be available to just anyone there's crystals of all kind including odin crystals magical artifacts weapons tons of stuff and they kind of step back so you can all peer in and as you lean in uh you hear them say if we conduct business with these crystals i worry for the fact that you're wanted I worry about them tracing your credits here, Grayson. So, I'm thinking a trade. You do a small thing for me here or there, and I will give you the own crystals. What do we think? We have a ship mind I could trade for these own crystals. A full functioning ship mind. Hmm. What did you have in mind? Where are you going? To Moss. Protection of the Dragon Riders, I'm assuming. It's the hope. You keep your ship mind. I would rather you get an item. To moss for me. What would you have us carry? And they take out uh, a crystal. It's not an Odin crystal. It is a black crystal. This is something that is heavily used on the black market. Six would know this. I would feel like would be able to identify this immediately. It carries venom. That is a very rare venom. So they kind of twist their wrist and hold out this crystal. Do you know what this is? I know what that is. Barbara knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you want? Well, I've already shown it to you. So that checks off the do we trust each other box. Or at least the... I know Grayson Cato is here, and he's currently wanted, Box. Not that I'm planning on turning you in, darling, but all I want is for all of you to transport this little crystal to Mars. You're already going, and just a quick little handoff, and my representative will be on their way. Of course, discretion is of the utmost importance. Can we have a minute to talk about it? And they walk across the room, bow lightly to you, and then they start to walk downstairs. I mean, technically, we are we are all technically illegal right now. 
So what's the worst that can happen? Well, transporting a dangerous object to Grayson's homeworld, I hope it's not going to be used for ill. Yeah, what... What is... Six, what is it? Uh, it's one of the most sought-after uh, intoxicants in the Adial system. It's... It will... You can either use it as a weapon, or you can use it as a party drug. Um, I mean... <laughs> at this point, like, we... we if it, if, it, if it gets us to Moss, I mean... I'm for it. I'm sure we could find a way to see Yeah, we it. would essentially become drug smugglers if we decided to take on this mission. Or task. We're pushing fentanyl. No, alleged. <laughs> We're gonna wrap it in condoms <laughs> and shove it for ass. If we meet their contact on Moss, perhaps we can deal with them. See where they're intending to take it. If it's in our possession, then it's... We have leverage. Yeah, I'm in agreement with Temple on this one. I think it's a rock and a hard place, but we need those Odin crystals. We need to get to Moss. I think the other bonus of it is, is that if we're indebted to hunt, uh, and then we'll have protection on their establishment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't imagine that they would want to uh, disclose our whereabouts to the council if we're doing illicit drug running for them. But what's the catch if we don't make it with it? We'll have to ask Hunt. They probably send someone like six after us to kill us and reclaim the debt you know roughly roughly how long it's been since we jettisoned the bracelet till now Ooh, good question um yeah it's been nine hours so it's the bracelet's got about an hour until it gets to the dial and then if they do let's say they went straight down Hunts crescent you'd have another additional 10. okay did uh did um Terwin use all of the flower the stealth flower yes okay just curious that also is, I, sh oh, I should have told you this, big thing. It's worn off. Your ship can be seen now. Yeah, I, I had assumed. All right. So now they'll, so now if anything, they'll know that we're at Hunt's Crest. They're f focused on the bracelet and also the escape pod has the same like signal as your ship. Mm. So you don't, don't feel too stressed yet. Visually, okay. it's a very distinct looking ship though. Correct. Gotcha. Can pants disable the other like tracking device that we have on our ma current main ship? Probably, yeah. Okay. Okay. You hear a... All done. Yeah, we'll take the job. Excellent. I promise you, I'm not a bad guy. I just sometimes have to deal in weird situations. I'm sure you understand, darlings. Yep. And then Valen pulls out, like, a little handkerchief, unfolds it, and holds his hand out to put the crystal in it. But one additional condition to the four Odin crystals. Can we have your word that while we're on your establishment here, if the shit hits the fan and goes awry for us, you'll provide us with assistance and protection? They take a minute. Think. I can promise you that I would never be the one to give your whereabouts away, and that you always have a place to stay at the tavern. Is that good enough, Barbara dear? Well, we can promise you that as long as we're not bothered while we're at your establishment, your crystal won't get shattered into bits. How's that sound? <laughs> Since we're going straight to threads, I... Don't want the shattered, like you said. I'll let you know, though. Those patrol bots you probably saw outside uh, my establishment aren't mine. Almost every port and sector is having them brought in. Ever since Lord Cato's little environmental whoopsie video has come out. Yeah, that's an immediate issue I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to deal with and right at that moment you all hear hey yeah listen you can't just start coming in here and pressing buttons and screaming miss and you hear i'm just looking for my friends <laughs> oh, no, <God>. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> 
friend of yours. Yeah, unfortunately. If you'll if you'll excuse me, Hunt, um, I'll stand up and go outside. That's not a very nice thing to say about your pseudo girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> It's the definition of hitting and quitting. Unfortunately. <laughs> Question, God. Mm-hmm. Are weapons, are they energy-based? Correct, Amundo. And what size in which are, is this, um, like, are the, is the energy source? Is it like a clip that goes in the bottom? Is it a crystal that fits in? It's whatever you want it to be. Okay. <laughs> so I assume that it's about the same size as, like, a crystal capsule that would go into the pistol? Sure. I get where you're going. Mm. So I will take my pistol out. Because I have two. I'll take one out. Disarm it. Mm. Put the crystal into that. Good call. Lock it. And then holster it. Smart. Awesome. For safekeeping. Hunt. Well, Torash is dealing with our passenger. Um... I noticed you have some other things for sale. What are they? Point of order. We we did get the Odin crystals from them as well. Yeah. Yes. Great. You have the Odin crystals. I think they handed it to Pants. Okay. Great. Or what is your disguise name? Oliver. (laughs) Oliver. Soggy bottom. Floppy bottom. Yeah. Floppy bottom. Oliver. They hand the. (laughs) They go. Please feel free to take a look here. um, Soggy bottom. And then hands the Odin crystals to Pants. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> puts them in his little satchel. Love the mustache. Oh, thanks. It's new. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, Grayson, you see an assortment of magical items. As you start to look at the magic items, we're going to pause and go to Torash. Damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Because there is a reason Tarawin's there and there's an urgency, so I feel like Torash is going to be running back into that room and bursting in in a second. So mm-hmm. I want to yeah, make sure yeah. I don't give okay. you too much. Yeah. Um. So Tarawin looks really stressed out, Torash, and is looking around as you see her. Tarawin, Ter- where? Uh, Tang it. I run downstairs. <gasps> There's um, there's little bots and they're they're going in and then they they started harassing the ship and now they're going through our ship and then that really nice dwarf man started talking to me and then he got really stressed out too and I told him uh, who you were and then he remembered something about Grayson being wanted I don't know I was confused and he took Jagalda out of our ship. Shit. Ah, oh, mother. God. All right. Did he? Is he? It, it, you don't know this yet. God damn. I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> Turn, come up, come up, come with me, and I bring her up and bring her up this. And this is why I didn't want to play <laughs> for you guys. So Grayson, you start perusing the magical items, and Torash bursts through the door. Hey, um, you you know that you know that wanted sign, Grayson, that has you on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that problem pales into the comparison that we have the problem that we have right now, which is. We have some robots searching our ship. That dwarf guy that was all like nice and friendly to us in the beginning, yeah, he has Gigaldo. Oh. Wait, is is he still there or did he take off in his little ship? I don't know, I just came to find you. Okay. Oh god. We got to get back to the ship. Well, um I guess that's our uh, our cue to leave. Hold on, hold on. Hunt presses a button and you see videos pop up of every stall where all of the things are. You clearly see the patrol bots going in and out of your ship. They have red alert things on them. And you see in the corner standing, kind of bouncing on his toes, where like the bulletin board was looking around is Stroganoff holding a big thing of equipment. Hmm. Well, it seems like you have already found allies. You might want to go check in with your new friend, and I'm going to try to distract the bots for you. Sound like a plan? Yes. Thank you for your hospitality. That sounds very good. Uh, Much appreciated. Hunt just nods their head and goes, presses a different painting, and it's a walkway, and just kind of disappears behind this painting. The droid bot that was serving you drinks starts to usher you out. (laughs) Let's leave. Let's go get Chigalda back. All right, we leave. Right. Is there a back way to the bay where we can't get dis- recognized? No. Or are our mustache disguises good enough to get us past? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> you add pants bot that it's one disguise kit, but I let you have the mustaches for flavor. So it's like a full disguise kit that we could use on a person beside and and extra mustaches. Yes, correct. Uh, okay. Cool. So can we disguise Grayson real quick? Sure. If you want to use the disguise kit, you can. I would use it on Grayson. Grayson's the you one that they're looking for. You don't want to try to talk for. to Stroganoff first? Well, yeah. Oh, we will. We, we, we need to get we need to get the Stroganoff first. Stroganoff's outside the bar. Oh. Yeah, he's right outside the bar. Oh, outside oh, the bar. Outside oh, the oh, bulletin oh, board. Okay. Oh, I thought yeah. he was outside the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's standing yeah, yeah. in front okay. of the bulletin oh, okay. board, like, wait, looking around okay. for you guys. Okay, cool. So we go out down to talk to Stroganoff then. Yeah, so the minute you come out, he goes, hey, hey, wait there. Uh, come here. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm just gonna turn down. I'm like, um, I believe uh, you have something of ours. I do. There's a, there's a bunch of people going through your ship. We we heard. Yeah. I this lovely fair elven lady uh, told me your plight. I'm really sorry about everything that happened to you. Listen, I'll make you a deal. You can come on my ship. I'll take you over to the circus. They're on their way to Moss, and then that way uh, I got your ship mine for you. And, Maybe an exchange pants you could help me with my ship. Mm. Pants? That sounds fair. Are the bots taking possessions from the ship? Is there anything that... No, they're looking through the, sh- the ship. Oh, they're... Okay. Does anybody have equipment that they need? No, I haven't left anything. Um, yes. I left Sir Charles there. I mean, there's all of our babies, right? <laughs> I have a sweet, beautiful hellhound puppy. I grabbed... I grabbed your pets. They're on my ship already. Oh... Thank you, Stroganoff. I could kiss you on the mouth right now, Stroganoff. Oh <laughs> you, I have to say, I wasn't able to grab the dragon, but it came to the elven lady. Oh. Actually, would Grayson have even left his dragon? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, I have fidget. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he would have left the dragon. Yeah, no. And and Alzheron's yeah. still small enough right now where it's just like he can hide him in the folds of his of his cape. <laughs> like just like cling to my back, little bu- little buddy, and just pull his cape around him. That makes sense. So yeah, he actually says, I wasn't able to really get the dog, but uh your lovely elven friend was able to. Thank you, Tarawen. Oh, no problem. And you see her hair is kind of sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I extend my hand out. I extend my hand out, and then Sir Charles jumps on my hand and my shoulder and starts nuzzling. Taurus just grab, just like grabs her hair and like where it's kind of sizzling and just grabs it, like putting out like a candle <laughs> just so it stops sizzling. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering where that smell went. We should probably go, right? Yeah, Let, let's go. Yes. Yeah, Stroganoff will absolutely take you up on your offer. Thank you. No problem. Any friend of Hunts is a friend of mine. And he starts running towards his ship. He's very clunky, like clunk, clunk, clunk. His little cat ear things are bouncing. Yeah. Clunk <laughs> after him. Precious. Uh, and right then, he kind of like stops you. You're all following him. And you hear, No, I absolutely know it was going from that direction. And... Hunt is standing there talking to this bot, and the bot's kind of all at the same time the direction, and Hunt is like pointing and showing credentials, and I think this is your chance to get on Stroganoff's ship. All of you roll stealth. Uh, thankfully I don't have to do it with disadvantage this time. I do. Valen does. Doesn't matter either way. Oh, fuck. Taurus rolled a six. Um, Valen rolled a... <laughs> He rolled a natural 20 and a 9. Great. Pants rolls a 14. Grayson rolled 10. 6 rolls an 11. Temple rolled a 16. Who rolled under 10? Torash. Valen. Valen and Torash. Okay. You all get onto the ship, and as Valen and Torash are the last ones on, Abak goes, Please hold. Just a Valen and Torash. <laughs> oh, I'm not stopping. Oh, shit. Okay. How far away is this bot? 15 feet from you. Is there... Any kind of debris or anything above that can distract or... It's just like an open lot. Think of like a parking lot. Ooh, I got got an idea. Is there any oils or any kind of flammables on the deck? Because I'm assuming there might be something flammable. Not near you guys. I... Okay. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy. Um, Oh, I also have that too. Originating from the Ripple. And I'm going to make it sound like one of the bots saying, We found them hidden in the secret compartment. Come quick. Nice. Awesome. Do I have to roll anything for thaumaturgy or it just happens? It just happens. But I mean, I guess it could be like deception against insight. Yeah, roll deception with advantage. Oh, my God, you needed that. Advantage is good. Uh, With advantage, it's a 15. 
Yeah, the bot instantly turns back. Make it throw it on, run onto the ship as he turns back. Yeah. Okay. Strogonoff hits some buttons. This ship is not like your ship. It's clanky. It's uh, parts are falling off and held together with tape. It's like big. He's Strogonoff sits in this chair that kind of floats. It's almost like free fall and just pulls back the handles and the ship starts to rise up and you instantly take off. And that's where we're going to end the session. Well, I am glad... I'm glad we got four Odin specials <laughs> for nothing. So good. <laughs> so good. Ah, damn, you're right. Valen has a new weapon. Good old bait and switch, GM. Good old bait and switch. Thank you so much for listening to episode 16. If you're digging our show, which we're hoping that you are, go ahead and give us a review or a rating. Small actions like that help creators like us in ginormous ways. And as promised, if you're digging the Dungeon Boys, you can find more content at Twitter and Instagram at the Dungeon Boys, spelled B-O-I-Z at the end. We also do something on Instagram lately that we think that you'll enjoy. If you're liking our show, we actually recommend other amazing community creators in this space. Anything from podcasts to dice makers, artists, and cosplayers on our Big Fan Friday. So go check out our Instagram at the Dungeon Boys to see some of our BFFs. Thank you so much and may all your space travels be safe.